Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is The Witch's Bargain. Understand. Hello? Who are you? I don't recognize your voice. I knew you couldn't be trusted, coward. If taking a free pass out of the friggin' end times makes me a coward, then sure, I'm a coward. But I'll tell you what you are. Heartless. Heartless. As if I haven't heard that one before. You've got a kid with you, you lunatic. A kid we both now know Galahad wants dead. Why the hell aren't you protecting her? Caroline, Lamb, stop. Protecting her is exactly what I'm doing. Olala will never be safe as long as Galahad is alive. Oh, and she'll be so safe marching right back into his hands? It's out here that we're in Galahad's hands. Clearly he fears us. Yeah? How you figure? Because it seemed to me like none of us could even scratch him. If he did not fear us, why would he have sent us so far away? We've been sent across the universe and into the Southern Frost. And you think Galahad did that? Do you know anyone else with teleportation magic so powerful? Me? Well, the Garden of Graves can teleport people. It did it once before. Oh. <laughs> when I first fought Galahad years ago, the Garden of Graves swallowed me up and brought me to the Western Wastes. It seems like it does that when I'm... when I'm close to death. Then we've turned tail and run. Did we just hit your ride on some death magic? Because I'm starting to think that maybe you all are mixed up in some pretty big stuff. <laughs> that can wait. You alright, Olala? Anything injured? Yes, I'm fine. I just had such a strange dream. Perhaps your dream should wait. We won't survive long in the southern tundra without shelter. The southern frosts. It's hard to believe, but I guess... I don't know anywhere else there'd be this much snow. You must be from the frosts. Is anywhere you recognize? Oddly enough, yes. But what are the odds? Why here? That's all my dream was about. I think... We're here because the universe wants us to be. Because the what? It's like the thought stream, how it tells me where I belong, because the universe has a place for everybody. The last time I almost died, I vanished to exactly where I needed to be, the Garden of Graves. So if this time we'd been vanished to here, this must be where we need to be. According to... the universe? As in, like, the whole thing? What did your dream say, Olala? You're going along with this? Prophecy has saved me too many times for me to ignore. That's what happens when you travel with witches. It said, Come where we are strongest, universe child. The cold plain where lived the women who saw the work that never finished, but may finish still. 
saw the work that never finished. Of course. And I know just where they are. Follow me. Isn't that deeper into the tundra? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. And we're going to do all this. Why? Because the universe says it's where I belong. You know what? I'm not even going to question whether it's the universe talking to you. Why are you doing whatever the universe says? Because it must have a plan. If it has a place for me, it has a plan. Right? Then you're just going to go along with it? You don't know what the universe wants for you. You don't know what it wants for anybody. What if you belong in a ditch somewhere? And you have a better idea? Yeah, we run. You know, survive and live and all that good stuff. But, Lamb... Listen, Olala, I know a thing or two about just following orders. I've got decades of my life where that's all I did and all I can do about that time now is regret it. Why are you letting something else make your choices for you? Because it's the universe. It's everything. And my sister Tile said... And where is Sister Tile now? Or any of your sisters? What good did listening to the universe do them? There's a home for me out there somewhere. The universe knows where I belong in it. If I just listen... How's that working out for everyone else, Olala? Because I had a home once, up until about an hour ago. It's just been remodeled into a smoking crater in the ground, Your but... point is made, Salamarak. But you will not insinuate that Silvershaw's fate is Olala's fault. Look, that's... not what I meant. I just mean that whether or not you listen to what the universe tells you, bad things happen. So why not make the choice on your own? What do you want to do, Olala? Because if you just do what people tell you, you don't even know if the universe wants you alive! I know. But I don't really know what I want to do. So for now... For now you'll march deeper into the snow with no supplies, no nothing. Hmm. Not me. I'm out of here. Caroline, which way to civilization? Lamb, wait! That mountain in the distance has a village at the foot of it called Chilled Lanes. You should be able to find shelter and transportation there. Caroline, don't help him! And why not? Galahad has amassed an army greater than any I've ever seen. But I still intend to see him dead. There won't be any room for cowards in my squadron. Call me whatever you want, but I just call me alive. If you're smart, Olala, you'll take the path that keeps you alive, too. Lamb, don't go. Lamb! We don't have time to waste waiting for him, Olala. Our destination is far, and as the coward said, we have no supplies. The tundra is cruel. We must walk quickly. But, Caroline... Caroline! This doesn't seem like you either. Even if the universe is telling me to do something, how are you so sure we won't starve to death doing it? I agree with one thing Salemrak said to you. You should make your own choices, including whether or not to listen when magic forces act this way or that. Well, I have solved your prophecy, and I have made a choice. I must go where it points, and I must see what it means. But... Why do you want to go there so bad? I've been there before. Caroline? Hey! Wait! Caroline! Caroline! Yeah, sorry about that. 
Usually I leave it all in a pocket dimension in case I need it, but you know, anti-magic metal or whatever. Tal, it wasn't me! Sorry, my bad, just swerved to avoid a bird. And that time I swerved to hit a bird. Nice. How much longer until we reach the second citadel, Kuan Yi? Oh, we're there. We've been there for almost an hour now. What? Yeah, it turns out aeroplanes are crazy fast, so I've just been circling it for a while now. They were shooting arrows at us for a little bit, so that was pretty funny. What else did you guys miss? I don't care what was funny. Why didn't you tell us sooner? A strange metal creature circling the citadel from above. People must be in a panic. Oh, right. I forgot. There aren't any windows back there in storage. Kwan Yi. Rilla, maybe let's not make Kwan Yi mad when they're acting like this. All right. Kwan Yi, thank you for flying us to the second citadel. Now, could you please, you know, make the aeroplane go back on the ground? No. Well, I think we'd all much rather uh, be on the ground now. Oh, you're not kidding. We're almost out of fuel, and I have no idea what this thing is going to do when we run out of that, so probably fall and explode or something? What? Wanyi, please land the airplane. Listen, you asked me to figure out how to fly this thing. Nobody ever said anything about bringing it down again. That's sort of implied. I just feel like this is our situation now, so maybe we should all do a little less blaming and a little more adapting. Quan Yi, if you understand the basic mechanics of how to operate the craft, could you perhaps figure it out? Figure it out? A machine this complex and you want me to just figure it out? Yes? Alright, hey, you're right. Flying this thing must be super easy, right? So let's all just take Quan Yi for granted and assume flying an aeroplane is easy. I didn't mean anything by it. Well, let's see here. I know how to make the plane go up. <laughs> so if I do the opposite, it should go down. Quan Yi, what are you doing? I'm figuring it out. You want to go on the ground, right? Well, here comes the ground. <laughs> anti-magic aeroplane. Why, if I had to wait much longer for a magical costume change, I think I may have simply gone mad. <laughs> Oops, too late. <coughs> is everyone... <coughs> is everyone all right? Barely. Tao? Well, at least this can't get any worse. Oh my. Knights, how did they get here so fast? They've been watching us circling the citadel for an hour. It's likely they were waiting to capture us. Stand aside, men, stand aside! Let me have a look at the metal beast now that it's down. Let me... Saints above. Sir Damien, his fiancée. That guard who presumably has a name, what are you doing here? Captain Absalom! Captain, I can explain. For sakes sakes, get away from that beast! 
It's been menacing us from the skies, and... On second thought, that doesn't look like a monster at all. It looks like some sort of machine, like the kind the salamander makes. And you look like you've just crawled out of it. It is a machine, Captain, and we did... You seem to know quite a lot about it. Why is that? Wan Yi, I don't have a good feeling about this. Can you get us out of here? Kuan Yi? It looks like she's vanished. Of course she has. Probably off to look for Caroline. And you two, there! What are you whispering about? Captain, I assure you there is nothing to be concerned about, but we need to speak with the Queen immediately. Yes, I think you should. I think the three of you have quite a lot of explaining to do. Guards! Bring these three somewhere we can have a discussion. At last, we've arrived. But where are we, Caroline? These abandoned huts and all this snow, it doesn't look like anyone lives here. They don't anymore. This, Ondala, is where I grew up. With those witches? The witches of Hiberna? Precisely. I believe this is where your prophecy has guided us. When I asked her what her work was, Sylvia of Hiberna once told me, the work can only be done if you live to do it. Then, these are the women from my dream. The women whose work was not finished. Unless we finish it. Now follow me, and be careful. High concentrations of magic leave traces even when their wielders pass on. We can't know what lies in wait for us. You really lived here, Caroline? I really did. The remains of that hut there, that's where the witches had me stay. On that shore, the witches would take their slumbering meditation, sometimes so close that the waves would lap at their frozen feet. That cabin was where we took our meals, and where I saw the greatest of their magic performed. The cabin. If there's any trace of the witches left, I think it must be there. It looks destroyed, Caroline. The roof is caved in. Everything inside must be buried in snow. We will have to see for ourselves. Follow. Shh. Listen. There's something inside. Indeed. Prepare yourself. More than the temperature is deadly in these southern frosts. I will open the door and we'll take the creature by surprise in three, two, one. Uh, there's nothing there. But we heard something, right? Where did it go? And what's that sound? Oh la la, get off the ground! What? That was close. That hand almost got me. Snow ghoul. Damn, it's fast. Snow ghoul? What's a snow ghoul? Scavengers of the tundra that feed on leftover magic power. I should have predicted they would be here. An abandoned witch's camp would be a snowgull feast for centuries. You should be careful too. Get up onto something. There should be no need. Snowgulls are too small and weak to feed on much more than magic. Why, the ghoul would have to grow to colossal proportions before it could pose a threat. Caroline, look out! 
active. It must have been feeding on the magic here for decades. And now it's underground again. Damn. We won't be able to catch it while it's moving so quickly. Caroline, I have an idea. Flying away? That's your big idea? Just give me a second. I just have to go along Lizard's tail, and then... There! Be careful with that tail, Olala. It's coming up again. Let's see how it likes a snack. Take that tail back, you big brute. There. That's much better. Well, Caroline, how did you like my plan? Perhaps next time you'll choose one that doesn't involve part of you being eaten. So what? We won, didn't we? It was very dangerous. I can deal with danger. They're crumbling. Odala, look out! Ah! My foot! It grabbed my foot! I got her! Now tunnel back wherever you came from, you gross thing. Liam, you came back. Yeah, well, turns out I've gone soft. Can't just let two people march to their deaths in a frozen wasteland like I used to. Don't act so smug. That ghoul was perhaps half the size of the one we slew. Oh, whatever. Did you see the size of that hand? A tiny, insignificant claw. Forgive me if I'm not impressed. Caroline... Thank you, Sir Lamrock. Please just call me Lamb. The title's making me itchy. Very well, Lamb. Well, at least we've solved our supply issues. A snow ghoul this large could feed us for several days. This big gangly thing? Ew. We'll eat far worse than this out in the tundra. Our only hope is that Olala's prophecy will give us a direction to escape sometime soon. Bring the meat to the table of our feast. What was that? What was what? You just said something, Olala. What did you say? I don't remember saying... anything. Bring the meat to the table of our feast, little hunter. Little hunter? Who is she talking to? Do what she says. What? Only one group of women has ever called me Little Hunter. And they are the women we're here to see today. Help me drag this snow ghoul into the cabin. So, are you saying that these women are talking to us through Olala? Why? They can hardly do it themselves. They've all been dead for decades. But... They can talk through her. Is this more death magic? You know, I lived a pretty quiet life before I met you people. A quiet life. Sounds nice. I'm afraid I have no idea what that's like. I'm getting that impression, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now what? Oh, la la, you almost gave me a heart attack. You have done well to come here, little hunter. I knew you would. I am far too old for you to call me Little Hunter any longer, which 
And I am far too respected for you to call me witch, little hunter. Or perhaps you don't remember me? Ghost with attitude. That's fine. Of course, I remember you. The witch who raised me. Sylvie of Hiberna. <laughs> you would best not harm her, Sylvie, or I will kill you all over again. Oh, I wouldn't dream of harming her, little hunter. That's not my place. What does that mean? But I must say, a shape-shifting spirit medium is incredibly convenient. We can have more of a heart-to-heart -heart this way, I think. I'm not interested in heart-to-heart, -heart, Sylvie. We have come here because of a prophecy, and we intend to hear that prophecy. I let you slit my throat to save your life, and now you can't even stay for tea? Oh, you haven't changed a bit. And neither have you. Are you two... related or something? No! no. To her? I don't need to stand here and be insulted like this. If it's a prophecy you want, Caroline, then a prophecy you shall have. Just don't come crying to me when you don't know what to do next. As if I'd ask you. Well, we'll just see how you're feeling when it's done now, won't we? <clears throat> come where we are strongest, universe child. The cold plain where lived the women who saw the work that never finished, but may finish still. I've heard well, this before. Well, you haven't heard the end, now have you? <sighs> but may finish still. For of their number there is one survivor, a hunter who must ask herself for whom her blade must cut. For the universe child... Or for the universe. Universe child? Is that supposed to mean Olala? Shh! The universe can save itself, but not while the child lives. And so the hunter must turn her blade upon the child. Or by refusing, turn a blade on the universe itself. Turn my blade upon Olala? Well... There's your prophecy, little hunter. Is it everything you ever wanted? If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider supporting the Penumbra. You can do so by buying our merchandise. Just search for the Penumbra Podcast on dftba.com to find posters, pins, apparel, soundtracks, and recordings of our live shows. You can also make a one-time donation to the Penumbra via PayPal at the Penumbra Podcast. Or, if you'd like to keep our stories running in the long term, we hope you will support us on Patreon. Every dollar helps. At just $4 per episode or higher, you will receive ad-free episodes two days before the public release. At the $7 level, you will gain access to behind-the-scenes content and production scripts, and at the $10 level, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, from actors Marge Dunn and Leslie Drescher and co-creator Harley Takagi Kaner. And Han, who's like basically still blind from being in Carbonite, uh, they're on a barge about to be taken to their certain death, or at least oh. they're about to be eaten or consumed in some way by the Yeah, when they're with Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Luke says to Han, like, I grew up here, you know, and... Han's like, you're gonna die here, you know. <laughs> Convenient. And I, those were the vibes I got, and I was like. 
We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Aleem Muktadir, Brittany Potter, Sophia and Juno Adler, The Emerald Ate This Podcast Haha, Tony in the Case of the Final Season, Mr. Me, Myself, and I, Ren, Cody Spaghetti, Kira, Jack M. Cohen, Girl in the Midnight Sky, Thank You Penumbra Team for your amazing work, Braylon, Hannah and Leah's Adventures in Gender Shenanigans, Ferdinand Entrelac, The Lady Guinevere is back after technical difficulties, Sydney has been taken over, Shelley Schrode, Kevin Please Say Butts on Live Recording Thanks, Jammy, Nelson, Osipit, Evit Connie, Diana Kaz, Benjamin Fisher, SCP Chloe, Desert Willow Unlocked PvP with that last one, Theo Alex Dean, Nate Gibson, Jun Gishoku, Skyfire Forever, Allison Hull, Stryker Flynn, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, In Memory of Spiral Opal, Eden the Gay Bookworm, Michael David Smith, Guess Who Now Murmurs O Saint Damien Every Time Something Mildly Distressing Happens, Kiki's Podcast Patronage Service, Caroline Seidman, Radius Ulna, Rain and Pippin from the Glen Dimension, Karen ZH, Your Honor I'd Like to Cross-Examine That Undead Bird, Genetic, Danny the Spoon Lord, Minchowski, Ash, Jamie Gunter, and Angel Acevedo for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, The Witch's Bargain, was told by the following people. Marge Dunn as Olala, Leslie Drescher as Caroline, Stuart Evan Smith as Sir Lamarek, Melissa Enulet as Rilla, Matthew Zanzinger as Damien, Jason Mellon as Talfrin, Melissa DeJesus as Kwan Yi, Alexander Stravinsky as Sir Absalon, and Melody Pereira as Sylvie of Hiberna. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibrant. If you wish to know more about the full production team, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.